Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. China Perspective. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It's the evening runway. It's time now to shift our focus on headlines coming out of China. And it'll be on the highly anticipated meeting between Chinese President Xi Jinping and his U.S. counterpart, U.S. President Joe Biden. What will they be discussing? And could we get some clarity as far as uh, their relationship is concerned? On the line with me is Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Finally, I'm back in KL after long trips to China and other countries. I think you're clocking up a lot of miles. I'm a bit jealous. <laughs> okay, Dr. O, let's talk about this one. Chinese President Xi Jinping and US President Joe Biden set to meet tomorrow. That's a Wednesday in the highly anticipated meeting in San Francisco Bay Area. This is on the sidelines of the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit. So first things first, what do you think President Xi wants versus what President and Biden wants? What are the agendas from both camps? Well, they last met uh, in Bali, on the island of Bali, during the last APEC summit in Indonesia. And since then, the bilateral relation might be said to have uh, gone soft, namely it has worsened uh, mm. with a lot of, for example, run-ins on the high seas between the vessels of both countries. And then the economies of both of these uh, largest and second largest uh, economies sort of, shall we say, decoupling from one another. Right. So I think from um, President Xi's side, I think he is very much looking forward to uh, the American side removing some of those high tariffs against uh, imports from China and then reestablishing all these trading channels and so on. Mm. On the other hand, I think President Biden is also looking for more channels, but more channels for communications with the Chinese well, senior leadership, with the Chinese military and so on, so that there will be less of a danger for misunderstanding and miscalculations. Yeah, Dr. Oh, I suppose then we're looking at a bit of groundwork being laid, trying to find a more amicable way forward. But no doubt, military communications is going to be something that will be discussed. Why is this such an important aspect now more than ever? Well, because as I said, they do have a lot of, I mean, to put it very mildly, uh, run-ins, the high seas in the Taiwan Straits, in South China Seas and in East China Seas and, and various other such, uh, shall we say, areas of contention. Okay. And if we are not careful, these run-ins could sort of escalate onto uh, skirmishes and then they could, they could escalate even further to full-scale conflicts between the two countries. So it is important that at the very onset, you have these channels such as the military leaders could clarify intentions with one another yeah be quite interesting to see how these two leaders balance things because you've got conflicts in ukraine israel and then there's the whole issue of the u.s's stance on taiwan do you see these issues i mean these issues will obviously pop up but what are the odds that these issues overshadow this whole idea of moving the u.s china relationship forward well, I think especially the Taiwan issue, it's going to take, shall we say, prime and central 
location uh, during the discussions okay. because, well, China would see the, in, the U.S. has been interfering in cross-strait relations and the U.S. side would see China been increasingly strident in projecting its power onto uh, Taiwan. So I think this particular issue is going to predominate over the discussion. But on the other hand, those, shall we say, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and the Ukrainian conflicts and so on, they would be on the agenda, but perhaps they would not take center stage. Yeah. Okay, so on this topic of relationship and, and everything that you've just mentioned, Dr. O, do you see this perhaps as relationship building or more of crisis prevention? Well, I think it's a bit on of, of both. Okay. Uh, from a Chinese perspective, I think they're eager to, shall we say, rebuild the relationship, mm. especially in terms of American trade and investments. On the American side, I think it's more of a crisis prevention mode to make sure that their guardrails as the two countries continue to compete and to confront with each other. Yeah, It's interesting we're having this discussion and we've dived down to the, the dynamics of their relationship, Dr. O, because a lot of experts have actually come out to say they have low expectations on a positive outcome. You've been discussing and analysing a lot of Chinese uh, headlines uh, with us, Dr. O. What are your expectations of the outcome? Well, I do not differ <laughs> a lot from all my fellow observers. Yeah, yeah. I think if they agree to, uh, shall we say, open more channels to uh, talk to one another. If they have uh, more of their senior officials visiting one another as they did over the last few months, uh, I think that's already a good sign. I frankly also do not expect a lot from a more selfish and, shall we say, Southeast Asian perspective. I'm not saying Southeast Asians are selfish, but of course we are looking forward to the two uh, you know, largest uh, economies would normalize their trading and investments with one another such that we could also, shall we say, rub off a bit in terms of being part of the previously very robust mm. global supply and production chains. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I agree with you there, Doctor, because everything that these two superpowers do will affect the entire world. I do wonder, though, perhaps it's best for them to put the differences aside, focus on domestic issues. The U.S. Uh, sure as heck has got quite a few. China needs to stop its economic slowdown. Do you think that they'll well, come to that, that realisation? Indeed, both superpowers are not doing uh, very well domestically. Yeah. I think the Chinese economy is undoubtedly slowing down. The U.S. economy, I don't know if you read Powell's uh, statements, one moment yeah. is uh, going up, one moment is going down, right? Yeah. So if, if indeed these ideological differences could be uh, set aside and, well, uh, and, and they focus on, again, shall we say, trade and investments, and hopefully not only them, but those of us in Southeast Asia could also benefit uh, from some of the, uh, shall we say, rapprochement, the realignment of mm. the interests. Yeah. Mm. Well, we're going to have to wait uh, until the summit actually happens. And uh, for sure, you and I will be discussing this next Tuesday. I've been speaking with Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. As always, Dr. O, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you very much indeed. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.